Okay, Tobin, welcome back to another in our ongoing series of Shuri Mandaf Yomi. We are now in Yevamot Daf Pei Aleph Amud Aleph, near the top of the Amud, and we continue discussing the issue of a Saris. Saris Chama Kohen Shinasabat Yisrael. So let's say there is a Kohen who was born without the ability to reproduce, and he married a Bat Yisrael, Machila Truma. This is a patently obvious thing, as the Gemara will state at the beginning. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shimon Omrim, Andri Gonus, Kohen, Shinasabat Yisrael. Let's say there's a Kohen who's a Maphrodite who marries a Bat Yisrael, Machila Truma. He can also feed her Truma. So let's say there's a tumtum, somebody without any recognizable primary sexual characteristics, and then he's operated on, and we find that he has uh, male genitalia. In that case, um, he uh, he does not give yichalitza. Uh, so let's say a woman is married to a man. Man uh, dies, leaving her without children, and he's got one brother who's sort of a brother or sister. We're not sure what he is. Then they perform an operation and find that he is a a uh, zahar. Nonetheless, he doesn't do chalitza because he has a din of a saris. Andrigon, androginos nose avalonisa. The halacha is that he marries but is not married, meaning he marries as a male. Rebbe Leizer Omer, and we'll see in the next podcast, not this one, what Rebbe Leizer means here and what the what the disagreement is. Is androginos chayavinalav skila kezahar. He is chayav skila for if someone has if a male has bia with him, has is chayav as if he had bia with a another male. Okay, good. So now the Gemara, the the, the last two pa- passages we won't get to until the next podcast, which will be the final one of this parak. The Gemara first states pshita. Obviously, if a sris chamaz a kohen and is married, his wife eats truma. I would have thought that perhaps only someone who can propagate um, uh, is machil. And perhaps the, the Havamin here is actually a pretty interesting one. Perhaps you would think that the only reason that a Bat Yisrael can eat Truma if she's married to a Kohen is because of the potential of her being also the mother of a Kohen, which can't happen if her husband is infertile. That's not the issue. She eats Medin, Kinyan, Kaspo because she is his wife. Now, Rabbi Yosef Shimon Omrim Androginos, and uh, the Mishnah now, the, the Gemara quotes the beginning of the Mishnah, uh, the beginning of that phrase. Now, Amarish Lakish, we said that Androginos um, feeds his wife Truma, if he's a Kohen. Amarish Lakish, Machilabi Truma, Vein Machilabi Chazavishok. He says that the wife of a Androginos can eat Truma, but she can't eat Chazavishok, which are the gifts given from a Korban Shlomim to a Kohen. We will see later on that Rabbi Yochanan steps back from this position, but right now Rabbi Yochanan says that he can feed her Chazeva Shok. Now, so why does Rashlokish distinguish between Chazeva Shok and Truma? The answer is Doraita, Truma, Doraita. The answer is Chazeva Shok is Doraita. So Truma Nami Doraita. So Rashlokish says we're talking about Truma in our day, post Churban, when Truma is only Durabanan. And therefore, he can feed her truma. But because an androginos is a suffix, if in, in a case of a drabanan, so suffix drabanan lakula, he can feed her truma. But truma doraita or chazavishok, which is also always doraita, he can't feed her. So what would happen in the times of the Beit Hamikdash? Lo. So he, according to Rishlok, she couldn't feed her truma. So adatani bein ein machil chazavishok. So why are you addressing chazavishok? Why don't you add on to it? Why didn't you why didn't you write up a write up a step right up to the plate and say 
and she only eats trumah d'rabbanan, or trumah d'orayta lo. So achinami kamar, that's indeed what he said. Shum achilam, achilam et trumah bizmanazed d'rabbanan. That's what Rishal Kishvili said, is that when he feeds her, he only feeds with trumah bizmanazed, which is d'rabbanan. D'rabbanan ve'ein machilam bizmanah chazav ashok v'afidu et trumah d'rabbanan. And he says that even in a time, in a time in which she would be, in a time in which chazav ashok is uh, operating, in a time of the Beit Hamikdash. He does not even feed her, feed her truma d'rabbanon. Why? In other words, what Rishlakish said was, he does not feed her chazav meaning in a time of chazav he feeds her nothing, not even truma d'rabbanon, because she might come, come to eat truma d'oraita or, of course, chazav ashok. He says, no, you feed her everything. Why? Now, let's see what the argument is. I'm Rabbi Yochanan Shlokish. You could um, you could posit that the argument comes down to a question of whether Truman Bismana says any different than Truman Bismana Bayit. If Truman Bismana says the same as Bismana Bayit, then that means it's Doraita. And when the Mishnah said he feeds you Doraita, you can't distinguish between Truman Doraita and Chazavashok. But if you accept that Truman Bismana says different, then you say, aha, he feeds you Drabbanan. I'm Rabbi Yochanan Shlokish. Me, Savra Truman Bismana says Drabbanan. Rabbi Yochanan said Shlokish, since when do you think Truman Bismana says Drabbanan? Marlein, Rishlokish said, I do think so. Shani Shonek, because I have the following bright up. It says, Igul igulim Oleh. If you have a fig wheel, and there's a fig wheel of Truma that fell into a bunch of fig wheels that look exactly like it of Chulin, and there's a hundred times as many, then, the, then you can uh, lift one out, and it's Batel, and there's Beetle there. And he said, the only way you can have Beetle with something as important as an eagle, something of a, 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 a fig wheel, which is a significant thing, the only way it can be nullified is if the whole mix is an Isra Drabbanan, Truma. Amar Levalo, said, but I have a, a mission which says, we'll see this in a minute, but it has to do with a piece of meat, of a chatat, which is tome, falls into a bunch of meat of a chatat, which is tahor, and I say that the whole thing is batel, you take one out, but otherwise... It's uh, it's all Batel, and that's certainly Doraita. So obviously the issue here is not whether it's Doraita or Doraita. It's just a question of whether something, yeah, how significant something is considered that it can't be Batel. So me, Sarat Kol Shadar Kol this is going to be a Mishnah in Orla that we'll see in a minute, which is the issue of whether or not things cannot be Batel. They're so important if there are things which are often or sometimes counted out individually when being sold, or they're things which exclusively are counted out because they're so important, they're counted out when they're sold. So Rabbi Yochanan says to Rish Lakish, Since when do you think that things that aren't batel are anything that you once in a while count? It's only things which are always counted, things that are super significant. And therefore your eagle, and therefore my chaticha, are things that sometimes are counted, sometimes aren't counted, and therefore they're batal, and that doesn't prove anything about the status of Doraita Durabanan. And certainly Chatichot are Doraita, and I still say they're batal, so you haven't proven anything. Meaning, Truma Bismanazeh could still be Doraita, and your eagle is batal because it's just not significant, and like anything else of a piece of Israel that falls into a bunch of hat there, it's batal when there's enough of the majority. Well, I'll see what the majority is. So, Mahi, what's this thing about the Darko uh, Limanot? Dinan, the famous mission in Orla. So let's say you had some uh, some uh, growth of kilea karam. You have to burn it. Kilea karam is you 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 uh, planted in a vineyard, planted wheat in a vineyard, some other stuff. So you have kilea karam. It's osurban. No, you have to burn it. Let's say this 
material got mixed with other things that were like it, that were mutter. Kulan yidal kudivar meir. Meir says, you have to burn them all. It doesn't matter how much of the hetter there is, there's no beetle. The chachomim romim yalu be'echad umatayim. Chacham say normally truma is oleb echarumea, meaning if you have 101 pieces, one of which is aser, so then you take one out and then the rest is batel. With kilaim and with orla, because they're also aser bahana, we make a 200, double. So why do Rameir say it can't be batel? Kol shadar kol imanot mekadesh. Anything that is counted is mekadesh. These chavalei tiltan, when they're sold, are counted. All right, so now, according to one girsa, it's anything which is counted sometimes. And the other version is those things which are only counted, meaning they're so important that they're never sold without being counted, are Mekadesh. That's the more limiting, or shall we say, the more lenient position that has fewer things being not subject to Shiva, Famous six or seven things that are so significant because of their name or their size or something, that they're never batel, elon eguzeferach, certain kinds of nuts, rimone bedan, certain, these are places, certain kinds of pomegranates, vachaviot stumot, barrels that are sealed, vachalfei tradin, certain kinds of uh, spinach, kuchei kruv, certain kinds of cabbage, vidalat yivanit, a certain kind of squash, kimosif avkikorot shabalabayit, homemade bread. All right, harin the orla orla, or lekalei kerem, kalei kerem, whether it's for orla or for kerem, you know that some of these things are subject to orla, some things are subject to kalei kerem, but whatever it is, those are things that are not batel. But Rameir Shita is the part that we care about, because Rameir Shita is, it's not six or seven things, it's anything, as long as it's significant enough that when it's sold, it's counted. And now we come to the question about Rabbi Yochanan Savar Echidar Kolimanot Shaninu, meaning only those things which are only sold by being counted um, are listed as never being subject to Bitol. Rishlokish Savar Kolshidar Kolimanot Shaninu, Rishlokish says no. Anything which is, on occasion, or sometimes is counted, meaning more things are not subject to Beetle, according to Resh Lakish. Now, that's the Machloket, and therefore, uh, since Rabbi Yochanan says, pretty much everything is subject to Beetle, except those very, very special things, even according to mayor. therefore, Chaticha is Batel, therefore, Igul is Batel, these are things which are sometimes counted, sometimes not, and therefore, the fact that your Igul is Batel doesn't prove, uh, Eagle of Truma is Batel doesn't prove Truma is Drabonin. Could be Doraita. Now, my Chaticha, what's the case of the Chaticha that Rabbi Yochanan said, I could prove to you that even in a Doraita there's Bitol? The Tanya, Chaticha shal Chatat Tmeya. a piece of the meat, or the meat itself became Tamei, uh, fell into Shintavrab Mea Chatichot shal Chataot Tahorot. A hundred times as much of pieces of meat. It's not a hundred pieces. Well, well, for right now we'll read it as a hundred pieces. But they're these are the same size of meat that are chatat Torah. Similarly, if you have a piece of lechem apanim, which is tameh, it's eaten by the Kohanim. But it can't be eaten if it's tameh. So one piece tameh fell into a hundred times as much as tahor. Ta'ale, chacham say that it's all batal. You take one piece out and, and, and the rest is mutter. Rabbi Yehuda Omer lo ta'ale. Rabbi Yehuda says it, it's not. We'll see why. But if you have one piece of chatat, which is tahor, and it mixes into a hundred ta- times of, of chulin, which are tahor, right, which means regular meat that could be eaten by anybody, or you have one piece of lechem apanim that somehow got mixed into a hundred pieces of regular bread that are all tahor, so it's not tamer but tahor, but it's chulin bekodesh, 
Everybody agrees that it's all Kodesh and you can't, uh, you can't eat it. Now, the part that we're concerned with right now is that in the Reisha it says Ta'ale, right? um, which means that, that, which is a challenge to Reshlokish, because according to Reshlokish, it should be that a Doraita is never bought, and certainly pieces of Chatat are Doraita. Reshlokish will answer that this is talking about meat where the, it's not a piece anymore. It's broken up into little shards, and therefore it's not chashuv at all, and certainly it's bata. So if it's a broken up piece, so why does Rabbi Yehuda prohibit? The answer is Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda has a general shita in Taruvot, which is mean bamino, whenever you have meat among meat, uh, pomegranates among pomegranates, whatever it might be, is never batel, not even in a million times as much. Um, all right, but what if the pieces were not broken apart? What would Rish Lakish say? Rish Lakish would have to say, since it's Doraita, it's not Batel, because that's Rish Lakish's whole argument, is how can I prove to you the true Mizmana says Durabanan, because there's Beetle. Because if it's Doraita, there's no Beetle. So, so in the Seifa, when it said, however, if you have uh, uh, a piece of chatat that's tahor that fell into a hundred pieces of chulin that are tahor. We say lo tale nifluk v'nitni b'didai. They should have added on the the clause. This is all talking about if the piece of meat is broken apart. Ava loni mocha. But if the piece of uh, meat is whole, lo tale. Even in the first case, it's not uh, olet. The answer is tahorot b'tahorot adifle. He'd rather teach the case of tahorot b'tahorot. In other words, you're right. Rishlaku says indeed. If the piece of meat was whole, even in the ratio, it wouldn't be all that. But they'd rather teach the case of Torah Pitorot. So now, according to Shlokish, what's the difference? We're going to have a few answers to this. Why in the ratio is the, uh, is the uh, meat that's broken apart subject to Beetle, but in the Seifa, where it's Chulin, if the meat's broken apart, we've got to say it's the same case. If the meat's broken apart, why isn't it Batel? So let's see. Answer number one. He says, forget the whole thing about broken apart. We're talking about regular piece of meat, but the meat became Tomei Betumat Rabbanan. Tumat Mashkin is Rabbanan. It's a Sugi in Shabbat, the first barak, is that if a Kli Tomei touched water, then that water is now Tomei Bidurabanan. That water touched the meat. So it's now Tomei Betumat Mashkin Durabanan. Seifa Doraita. Seifa certainly is a Doraita because for a non coin to eat Lacham Apanimer, or chatat is a doraita. So therefore, we're mach. Aval tumat sheretz mai. So what would you do now in the reisha if the chatat became tame with a tumat doraita, like it touched a dead rodent? So lo tale. So then you're right. It wouldn't be bata. So aratani seifa lachaticha shachatat torash nevam meachatichot shachulin torod lo tale. So once in the seifa you're going to say, however, if it's chulin mekodesh bechulin, it's not ole. Nifuk nindu vidarai. You should have added. That's why I'm aware of tumat mashkin. The reisha is only tumat mashkin. This is the same question we had before. But it, it should have written, added a clause and said in the Reisha, it's only Oleh because Tumat Rabbanan, but not Tumat Sheretz. Just like before, we, we, we argued, it should have said the Reisha is only true if it's broken apart. So the answer is Torah B'Tahor Tadifle. They prefer to teach the case of Tahor B'Tahor. That's a bigger Chiddush. That's answer number one. Rabba Mar Reisha Yisr Lav, say for Yisr Karet. Rabba has a simple solution. If you eat uh, a um, a something which is tome, which is tome tumat uh, atzman, that is an isur lav. 
Right, if Tuma Taguf of you, then that's a different problem. But Tuma, uh, tuma of, the, of the thing itself is an Yisulab. However, you as a czar eating Kodesh, that's Korit. So therefore, we're more machmer on that. We're going to see at the end of the Masechet that Chacham didn't distinguish in their distancing you from a Korit or a Lav. So Kashi, you're right, that's a problem. Ravashi Ravashi gives a solution where it's going to be rejected. Because in the Reisha, what you have is Tomei B'Tahar. There's never a point where that Tomei would be Mutter. And therefore, we have to be Vatalit. There's a general rule of Bitul, which is Dovr Matirin, Eino Batel. For instance, classic case is Chometz. A little piece of Chometz falls into a lot of, uh, of, uh, of non-Chometz. It's not Batel, because a week later, it'll all be, uh, it'll all be Mutter. It could be eaten Batel. So the same thing here. Now, the, we, we quash this. Why? This statement of Rashi is a mistake. Meaning it's an incorrect transmission. He never would have said it. Laman, who are we saying it's Dorish Yishlamatirin for? Ilakoin Mishrashari. If you're going to say that it's something that's mutter to a coin, it's mutter to the coin today. Ili Yisrael Liolamasr. If it's for Yisrael, the Yisrael can never eat Kachin. So it's not as if the problematic piece here that we're trying to nullify is something that now is a problem, but later on, or in other circumstances, we mutter. It's mutter always for Kohanim, and it's always also for Zari. Right? But we conclude that this statement of Rashi is a mistake. All right, so then we have several answers to the difference between the ratio and the safe. The last piece we want to look at this, this, today is the following. The Savar of Ashi, the Savar of Yochanan, Truma Bismana Zedoraita. Does Rav Yochanan really maintain that Truma Bismana Zedoraita, which was part of the whole disagreement? Batanya Shtekupot, you have two boxes, Achachachun Machachal Truma. Right, so you have two boxes, one marked chul and one marked truma. In front of it, you have two piles, a and machachal truma. Now, flu elu betoch elu, and one pile well fell into one box, one file fell into, fell into another box. I say they're mutter, why? Shani omer, this is how I will interpret reality. The truma fell into the truma, the chulin fell into the chulin, and I interpret reality to work out fine. Rishlokis says that's only if there's more chulin than truma in the whole in the whole bunch. Rabbi Yochanan says even if it's 50-50, right? Which means I understand Rishlokis who said truma so he's machmer and he says even in the drabanan we need a majority of chulin to be mevatel and to say that everything is fine. Rabbi Yochanan Kasha, but according to Rabbi Yochanan, it says Truma Bismana says Doraita. How could he say even if it's only 50-50, we will assign everything to the correct place? So the answer is Hamani Rabbanani. You're right. This follows the Rabbanan, meaning the Rabbanan of Rabbi Yossi. There's Machloka Rabbi Yossi and Rabbanan about whether uh, Kedusha Shni of Eretz Yisrael is permanent, and therefore whether Truma Bismana says Doraita the Rabbanan. And Rabbi Yochanan says, you're right. I follow Rabbanan like Rosh Lakish who say Truma Bismana says the Rabbanan. But when I was making my comment about our Mishnah, that she gets Chazav Ashok, I was saying that within the context of Rabbi Yossi, who I assume is the author of our Mishnah because he is the one who speaks up several times in the Mishnah. Tanya was Seder Olam, because in Seder Olam, the famous Medrash Seder Olam, we have the Pasuk on the page, Asher Yurishta, will bring you back to the land that your ancestors inherited and you will inherit, meaning Yerusha Rishona Ushe Yishlan. There are two Yerushot, your ancestors, that's Yoshua, and yours, that's Olei Bavel. There is no third Yerusha, meaning the second Yerusha is forever. Meaning that Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael 
created when Olei Bavel came is permanent, and Truma maintains his Doraita status. The Churban of the Bayit does not affect that. We all know who is the author of Seder Olam, Rabbi Yossi. So therefore, within Rabbi Yossi, I was making the comment that Truma Bismanazeh is Doraita, and therefore she would eat Chazavishok. But I myself would agree with you that Truma Bismanazeh is Drabanan, and the Truma, if she's allowed to eat Truma, that doesn't say anything about Doraitas, the wife of an Androgynos. Now, parenthetically, does that still solve the problem with the two boxes of Truma and Chulin, where Rabbi Yochanan said, as long as it's 50-50, Truma and Chulin, it's okay, since when does Rabbi Yochanan not demand a majority Leheter, even in a Drabanan? So one little bit of uh, introduction, which is not on the page, is that water that comes into a mikvah uh, must come directly, rainwater. However, if you draw the water, like bring it through a kli, that's shi'iva, and shi'iva is a posel dirabana. All right, midoraita, the water is still valid, midrabana, it's invalid. So now watch, vatnan, mikvah shish bravim samachumanot. If a mikvah, it's a mishnah mikvahot, you have a mikvahot, you have a mishnah mikvah, which is exactly 40 sa, exactly the right shear. Natan seyav and atal seyav. So let's say you put in a seyav water, that's shi'uvim, and then you took out a seyav, kasher. In other words, you put in one seah of water and then take out another seah, so at no point does it ever get less than 40, then the water is okay. From Yehuda Bar Shilam Ravasi Amrav Yochanan Adrubo. Adrubo, we think, means that you can only go down 19 seah worth, which means you have to have a majority of hector there. Meaning, one, two, you keep taking out, but you can only do it until you get to 19. Lo, the low nishko rubo. Adrubo doesn't mean you can only go up until before you hit a majority, but rather you cannot take out a majority. 50-50 is fine. Or perhaps Rabbi Yochanan would agree that you cannot have 50-50. Even in a drabanan. But in the case of the chulin and the truma, I have a different consideration, is I could interpret reality. Shani Omer, I could interpret reality in a way that will make Beetle unnecessary. I'll say the Hulin fell into the Hulin, the Truma into the Truma, uh, and therefore, even if it's 50-50, whereas with something where I assuredly uh, need to rely on some sort of Beetle, I will need a Rove Lehetter. Right? We should have a wonderful day, and we will continue with Hashem in the last podcast of the Barak later on.